I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'll be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting and fishing. Good morning and welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. We're going to be talking fishing, talking hunting, and talking just about anything you can do outdoors for the next hour on KWSN Sioux Falls, 1230 AM and 98.1 FM, and the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo 104.7 FM. This morning's Gone Outdoors is brought to you by Ray's Sport and Marine, your local Lund Boats and Bennington pontoon dealer in Moorhead, raysmarinemoorhead.com. Adventure RV, across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo, your number one RV dealer in the FM area, adventurervsales.com. Are you fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country? Lakeland General Store is your one-stop shop for all your must-haves in the Lakes area at the junction of Highways 59 and 34 in Dunvilla. Devil's Lake Tourism, Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous. And Ion Ice Fishing, makers of the all-new Ion Alpha Ice Auger. You know, and Scott, we uh, we had a little frost on the grass here midweek, so... That's a milestone coming into the fall and, and progressing towards using that new Ion Alpha. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, we are getting closer. We've been talking about it for a while, but as we get even closer yet, you know, it's it's now October. You know, you think about it, ice fishing isn't that far away. I know a lot of people really try and get out on the ice uh, come late November so that's in the next month after this one. So it's it's coming up pretty darn quick. Granted, I'm not one of those guys that tries to get out there super early. I like to make darn sure, do everything I can uh, to be safe out there and don't fall in, as do a lot of those guys. You know, they all take their precautions. But, yeah, we're, we're getting close. But with that said, we still got a lot of open water fishing to do yet, and there is a whole pile of hunting to do before then. Oh, yeah. Lots of hunting. Uh, congratulations to Don Stefan. He bagged a really nice buck down in uh, the Minnesota River Valley, not on the Agri Farm hunting camp, but uh, not too far on some other land nearby. Really, really nice buck. And uh, I know a few of our other buddies have been getting some trail camera pictures. Awful exciting to see all that stuff start to happen. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people now that have trail cameras and, and make use of that technology. And with the technology, you know, the, there's cameras out there now that will send photos right to your phone as soon as they see it. Which and, is, and I'm just going to say that's a little distracting when you're trying to work. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is, especially if it's bigger ones. The, the, probably the good news there is uh, there's probably not a lot generally moving around during working hours. 
It might be a little more distracting in the evening when you're trying to eat dinner. You'd be surprised. It's not always deer on those pictures. That's the thing, right? You're looking to see what it is. Is it a deer? And then what deer is it? Yeah, you know, and speaking of that, I've seen a lot of people posting trail cam pictures of not deer. You know, whether it's bobcats or moose or whatever it is you know there's a lot of that out there and and speaking of not deer i've if folks if you have not seen this video go to brewer agri outdoors on our facebook page and about midweek i think it was tuesday or wednesday we shared a little video clip from a gal in the 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 northwest quadrant of north dakota i don't know exactly where she was but she was out deer hunting she used some nose jammer which is something we've talked about before something i think both scott and i have used well, lo and behold, she had a quite a large cow moose come right up to the hunting blind she was sitting in. It wasn't right up to the blind. Part of it was in the, <laughs> in hunting, in the hunting blind. <laughs> Several times. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a video that if you haven't seen it, there's a few different places on social media that you can find it. But yeah, go to Brewery Agri Outdoors to our Facebook page. If you haven't seen that, it's definitely worth the watch. Yeah, that was that was a very good one. We we gotten off course here a little bit. Let's let's talk fishing, Scott. We uh, we've got a big one coming up here in a couple of weeks, and uh, it's one that we look forward to every year. We missed it during uh, COVID, but we were able to get back up there last year and uh, going to make another run at it this year. And you're referring to the Pine Falls uh, Greenback Championship. We've been fishing that tournament uh, for many years. It's up on. Pine Falls River or the Winnipeg River at Pine Falls, Manitoba, right where the river flows into Lake Winnipeg. So you fish the river, you fish Lake Winnipeg, and it's a lot of fun. And honestly, one of the things I really enjoy about it, Kyle, is it's one of the only, it's A, it's the only tournament you and I fish together as partners. Right. And it's one of the very few times that we're in the same boat together. We're on the ice together a lot, but right. to be in the same boat, open water, I'm really excited to uh, gain some more of your secrets, things that you've learned over the last year that you might be willing to share with me. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't <laughs> hold my breath if I were you, Scott, but you know, whatever, we're, we'll we'll share away and uh, we might be laughing more than we are actually uh, uh, being too serious, but that's fun too. I will uh, say we do complement each other very well on that, on that river, on that system, and we generally do pretty well. Uh, I hope to do a lot better than I did this past weekend in the uh, FM Walleye's Cormorant Fall Classic, which we both competed in. Uh, you and Tony ended up catching some nice fish two days in a row. Still not nice enough to get you into the top 20, but you, you guys caught some nice, nice fish. Me and Adam caught uh, a few decent fish the first day, and the second day we really struggled uh, due to some other issues we had, and we just kind of made the most of it and tried pre-fishing for next year because we knew we weren't going to be in the money. But well, and and let's let's give full disclosure. We had an incident where we lost most of our minnows, and uh, when you're going out there without bait, it's kind of like you're having your hands tied behind your back. Yeah, especially when that's what you've been doing for four days in a row. Um, but you know, those situations happen when you're tournament fishing or everyday fishing and you need to adapt and you need to figure other things out. Well, I had a great tournament just in terms of coming away with it with, with a lot of fond memories. As we can both attest, when you spend a few days in the boat with your son, I don't care how many fish you catch, it's worth it. Yep, very much so. Very, very much so. You know, anytime you get to spend a day with anybody, you know, 
with, with any of your buddies, it's a good time. If they're family, it's even better yet than if it's one of your offspring. It's even better yet. So that was a great experience. It was a great learning experience, as every tournament is. A lot of people ask, why do you fish tournaments? And one of the main reasons is because it makes you learn. It forces you to think, you know, think about situations that you may normally not be in, and you learn a lot. Uh, makes you, you a better angler. It, oh, yeah, for sure. You learn mm-hmm. some from other anglers. Sometimes they're pretty tight-lipped, which I certainly get. Uh, you know, speaking of that, we're going to have a couple of those guys on here on the fourth segment. Yeah, we're going to hope we're going to make them not be too tight lipped. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that works. We'll have to. <laughs> we'll all have to stick around until this fourth segment to see how that goes. It's going to be a good one. Yes, it is, uh, Scott. And you alluded to our guest later in the show, but boy, between now and then, we've got some uh, some other great, great segments lined up. We are going to talk to Minnesota DNR Commissioner Sarah Stroman about uh, something we were involved in and had the privilege of meeting with the Minnesota governor as he gave the proclamation declaring uh, the fourth Saturday in September Minnesota Hunting and Fishing Day, which is kind of cool. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to learn about the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association and what that organization is all about from uh, their president, Dennis Korberg. He's going to be our guest in our third segment. And as you mentioned, Scott, uh, concluding the show today, we are going to talk to FM Walleyes Unlimited Classic Cup, uh, Cormorant Fall Classic winners, and the Classic Cup Season Points champions, uh, Travis and Jake Owens, and uh, hopefully learn a little bit about what they did to bring home the gold in that very competitive series Folks, stick around. Don't go away. We've got a whole lot of gone outdoors ahead of us after this quick break. Never worry about the price of gas.